Kai Sones, and this is your weekly news roundup from America's Frontline News. A 69-year-old grandmother battling breast cancer presented herself at a federal correctional institution to serve her 60-day sentence for being at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. In addition to prison time, Pamela Hemphill was sentenced to three years of supervised release and a $500 fine for the misdemeanor of parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. Before her incarceration, Hemphill spoke to her daughter in the prison parking lot. Mom, how do you feel? You're here. I'm scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened, but I know God's with me. I just got to take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. We just lean on God and trust. Do what's right. Do what's right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. January 6th Prisoner of Conscience, Pamela Hemphill. For the second time in a month, Twitter was forced to reinstate a user it suspended for sharing vital COVID-19 vaccine information. Dr. Andrew Bostom was suspended from Twitter after posting a peer-reviewed study showing the COVID-19 vaccine impairs sperm count. Twitter notified the epidemiologist that his account was suspended for, quote, violating our policy on spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to COVID-19. Twitter then had the temerity to assert, you may not use Twitter services to share false or misleading information about COVID-19, which may lead to harm. Following a legal challenge, Dr. Bostom's account was reinstated this week, as was that of journalist Alex Berenson, who had been suspended on the same pretext. Canada's government is investing $6.5 million to produce insect protein for food. The facility, housed in London, Ontario, is expected to house 4 billion crickets and produce 13 million kilograms of insect protein per year. The government claims the decision to introduce insects into the food supply is based on environmental considerations, saying, quote, insects provide an opportunity to more sustainably meet global demand for food. A report produced last week by the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, analyzing 68 senior Biden administration officials, shows most Biden appointees have zero years of business experience, with an average of 2.4 years and a median of zero. The report finds 21 Biden officials are career politicians, 20 hold legal backgrounds, 12 are academics, 4 are from education or health fields, 3 hold consulting or public relations backgrounds, and 1 has a background in labor. Five have backgrounds in venture capital and investments, and two have what they call miscellaneous business experience. All in all, the report found 62% of Biden appointees who deal with economic policy, regulation, commerce, energy, and finance have virtually no business experience. In contrast, the average Trump cabinet member held 13 years of business experience with a median of eight years. The report found health officials with little healthcare experience, transportation officials with no transportation or logistics experience, and the Federal Trade Commission chairman who is a 32-year-old professor with no business experience. Meanwhile, Biden administration officials claim the economy is at, quote, an historic high, despite the country heading into recession. As those who would not submit to experimental injections still await Joe Biden's winter of illness and death, and exactly one year to the day after Biden claimed the shots prevent COVID-19 infections, and after allegedly receiving four vaccinations himself, Joe Biden yesterday tested positive for COVID. 
In a town hall meeting last year, Biden promised, if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in the IC unit, and you're not going to die. But for those who declined, Biden guaranteed a winter of illness and death. This turned out to be false. A May study from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology found the advent of the COVID-19 vaccine saw a 25% increase in cardiovascular events. Champion cyclist Victor Lafay Friday withdrew from the Tour de France after experiencing unexplained shortness of breath, reports Le Parisien. The 26-year-old had managed to cross the Alps but did not have the strength to continue. Speaking to Eurosport France, the champion cyclist said, I find it hard to breathe, I lack oxygen, I have pain in all my legs, no strength. He continued, We all have our lungs screwed up, and when the muscles are not oxygenated, after a while they can no longer work. Lafay concluded, All the COVID tests are negative. It could be something else. We are many in the group who have the same symptoms. The recent unexpected death of a 13-year-old boy is being reported in mainstream media as the result of, quote, natural causes, after the child collapsed suddenly while on a school trip. The CBS headline read, Baltimore 7th grader died of natural causes on field trip autopsy finds. Atumani Brown was visiting a camp in Cecil County, Maryland last month when he collapsed. Cecil County deputies arrived on the scene in response to a report of cardiac arrest. Brown was rushed to hospital where he was pronounced dead. While the child's vaccination status is uncertain, his mother is on record as supporting child injections, tweeting, Access to vaccines is critical to child health. Hashtag VaxTheNation. Meanwhile, a northern Toronto casket manufacturer says for the first time in 30 years they are receiving bulk orders for children's caskets. In an exclusive interview with Rare Foundation USA, McHaddock said, quote, It was only once the vaccines were pushed to younger and younger demographics that we started seeing the uptick. He continued, Within two months of approval of the vaccine for the 11 to 15-year-olds, we noticed more demand for smaller units. A University of Chicago poll recently found over a quarter of Americans feel it may soon be time to exercise the Second Amendment as it was originally intended and take up arms against the government. The poll found that 28% of Americans, 37% of whom have firearms in their homes, feel, quote, it may be necessary at some point soon for citizens to take up arms against the government. In addition, most Americans feel the government is, quote, corrupt and rigged against everyday people like me, which includes 73% of Republicans and 51% of Democrats. The survey said, overall, two-thirds of Republican and independent voters agree that the government is corrupt and rigged against them, while Democrats are evenly split. For more top news and analysis, go to our website at americasfrontlinenews.com. You've been listening to Mordechai Soames at America's Frontline Doctors Frontline News.